Welcome to Baptist Vices. This podcast is designed to engage the Baptist community in challenging thought. We hope to not just promote negative propaganda that is raised against Baptist thought, but to biblically analyze some of these thoughts and provide biblical solutions. We hope you enjoy today's program. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. All right, we're back with Pastor Bill Gorman and Margate. 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 But also, I didn't know this. Uh, so we just finished up a six-hour. Woo! It was good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Actually, today Lord. today came together a lot better. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed the men that were there. Mm-hmm. Got to know, meet some new guys. Um, Pierre. Pierre, mm-hmm. and he taught me some new things about this area. I did not know that this is the largest. Now, he, he indicated, uh, even including Haiti, but it's the largest group of Haitians in the world yeah, is your area in South Florida. Yeah, the whole, the whole South Florida area. The whole South Florida area. Yeah. Um, and he helped me, too, because, uh, you know, in the Dover area where I'm at, um, we have a lot of Haitians. And he helped me. Uh, we were just talking there, and he said, "Well, know something about the culture. He knows their culture pretty good." Mm-hmm. And he said, "It's just," he said, "It's built into the Haitian people to go to church because it's a social thing." Mm-hmm. He said, "So just because they go to church doesn't mean they're saved." No. Yeah. And uh, I, it was just a lot of superstition, a lot yeah. of uh, actually even voodoo and all that yeah. going on there. So. It's a challenge for us to reach out to them yep. and give them the gospel. But they, we've had a good response yep. among, among the Haitians, yeah. So getting to our topic, theological danger zones. So the first one, we're going we're gonna to keep it with the theologies then. Mm-hmm. Theological danger zones, reformed theology, since we just did six hours on it. <laughs> so uh, in your, in your, you've been in ministry over 30 years. Mm. Not here, but in ministry, 30 yeah. years. So a theological danger zone is Reformed theology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're right. just spending all that time. Calvinism. Yes. Uh, Cal- Calvinism will make a church cold, uh, dead and soul winning yep. uh, with things we talked about. Um, there are things to look out for, uh, and even among independent Baptists, uh, to, to heading into Calvinism. Okay, and one of them I think is that lordship salvation. I, it's hard to define what that is, but uh, I think one of the things we discussed today we didn't talk about lordship salvation, but one of the things we discussed was uh, perseverance of the saints yes. instead of eternal security, and perseverance of the saints is more you proving. Yeah, you're saved, <laughs> and uh, Baptists fall into that, mm-hmm. and they they start developing that. And I've seen it. You know, they maybe some uh, somebody in the youth group gets kind of world worldly or carnal, and automatically they tell them they're not saved, and yeah. then they have to get saved again, and they get saved again, and instead of repenting. Of the and sin that they're that doing, particular, yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean they're not yeah. saved because they they were backslidden somewhat or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, 
Yeah, I think, and, and that's a step toward Calvinism because you're you're adopting one of their tenets, uh, perseverance of the saints, instead of the fact that God gives us eternal life. Yep. And uh, we yep. don't. It's not our perseverance it's, that keeps us saved. Right. And we talked it's about the gift that. of God. Yeah, we yeah. looked at the word eternal and everlasting, yeah. and between the two of them, it's over a hundred. I think it's hundred fifty times, mm-hmm. and those are almost well, not all of them, but some were in the Old Testament, some in the New. But when you tie it together, our salvation is reliant upon an eternal God, an everlasting God who has all power, mm-hmm. and just the Word itself. Um, gives us the idea that our salvation is not on us. Right. It's on an eternal God who's yeah. given us an eternal promise. Amen. And I give unto them eternal life, and they Amen. shall never perish. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. So that's one. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do the second one, and that is, since we're doing ologies, soteriology. Okay. So that's the doctrine of salvation. So what is a theological danger zone that you've seen with that? Oh, well, I think you mentioned it as well. Maybe it goes a little bit along with what we just mentioned, uh, is keeping your salvation. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's a new thing I've seen developing in uh, new evangelical uh, circles, but I think some of the independent Baptists may be falling into it a little bit as well. Is yes, you get saved, you you accept Christ as your Savior, but then it's on you. Hmm. Uh, it's very similar to what we we're just discussing, but it's on you to keep your salvation. Yeah, uh, and that's no, that's error. That's wrong. Yeah. Uh, again, once again, you have eternal life, and that's and, messing up uh, another doctrine. So there's a doctrine of sanctification. Right. So sanctification. Um, is something that is is done for us. There's a there's a a future. There's a past and a future. I believe that are done instantly at salvation uh, and presently. All right, I'm sanctified. Uh, Corinthians tells us. I think yeah. it's for, uh, Corinthians six that tells us. And you you were washed. You're sanctified. Amen. Yeah. But then there's a sanctification that's here on this earth that is on us, but it's not for salvation. And that's the misunderstanding, yeah, grow, I think. But grow, it's grow in the grace, grace and knowledge. Of, yeah. And it doesn't mean that I'm getting saved. And that was the passage we used, uh, Calvinists used for perseverance, is that 1 Corinthians 9, mm-hmm. uh, 24 through 27, which to me is yeah. uh, confusing because yeah. I'm like, that passage is talking about running a race. race yeah. Um, and when you compare it's Scripture. Christian life. It's the Christian life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not about salvation. Yes. It's about living for the Lord. Yeah, and, and Christ living through Christ in you, the hope of glory, but growing in yes. the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. So in soteriology, all right. So we see that. Anything else with soteriology that you? Well, the gospel. If you're going to add anything to the gospel, it's it's uh, become take away from the gospel. Yeah, you know Jesus Christ did all the work. He did yeah. it, it. It is finished. He did it all. And if we add anything to the gospel at all, uh, we're changing the gospel. Yeah. And according to Galatians, it's you know that's that's a curse. You know yes. that's wrong. So um, yeah, we need to be careful that we don't add to the gospel or take away from the gospel. 
in any way because uh, then we change what the yep. gospel really is. And when, we, when we're doing soul winning, when we're reaching people for the Lord, uh, same thing. You don't, you don't make it hard. You don't make it easy. You just give them the gospel. gospel. You give them the word of God. And, and that's the power of God on the, the salvation. salvation. So it's going to do its work. It's yep. going to – we don't get them saved. We're just an instrument. Yep. It's, it's the Lord. It's the Holy Spirit using us. And so we got to use the word of God and give them the gospel. And that's what gets people saved. That's the power of God on the salvation. But if we change it and add something there – works or any anything like that or try to make it uh take away from it so it's so simple you know it is simple but we've got to present um the truth that they're lost they're on their way to hell they cannot save themselves jesus christ is the only answer you know if we take away from any of that then uh we're not really giving them the gospel yeah all right so our other allergy so we did reform theology soteriology, pneumatology. So that Always. is the work of the Spirit. Yeah. So uh, what, have, what have you seen um, over the years as far as a danger zone, as far as the work of the Spirit? Well, of course, the charismatic yeah. movement uh, and uh, their overemphasis on, mm-hmm. on the Spirit of God. But actually, they're not even talking about the Holy Spirit. They're talking about feelings, usually yeah. emotions, yeah. and they equate that as the Holy Spirit. There's no scripture for that at all, and much of what they do, there's no scripture for yes. that. And um, they're yeah they're operating more on their feelings yes. than than what the Bible actually says. And we have a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do uh, well to take heed. We need to take heed to the word of God, you know, and yes. to go by the word of God, not by our feelings. And then among independent Baptists, I would say sometimes we can get a little too mystical. Where we're we're you know we're led by the Spirit of course and we ought to be, uh, but he's never going to go against his word. He's never going to go against anything from Scripture. So usually the direct leading of God is going to be how you know, he teaches you and guides you through his word. Yep. You know the Holy Spirit is the author of the Bible, so yep. he's going to lead us by the word of God. Again, not by our feelings or what yes. we want but by what he has told us in his word. Yeah, and I would just say, like especially with the Spirit of God, when, when you feel that um, you know, God's leading you, and we use that term because we've we've heard it. I mean, I've heard yeah. some people say that the spirit's leading them. Like, you know, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a spirit there, or it's a different spirit. Yeah. Um, so if that happens, then just pause. Mm. Just pause, and and if really good people around you, people that love you, um, are coming to you and they're having, you, they're saying, hey, why don't you just take some time to pray? Why don't you think about it? Do it. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, yeah. yeah, that's how you, that's your safeguard. Yes, it is. You go to God, you yep. know, immediately and yep. talk to the Lord. Yep. Yeah, prayer is so vitally yep. important. And in the leading of the Lord, you know, yes. we, we need to uh, pour out our supplication to yep. God. And then, yeah, the, the, again, the peace of God which passes all understanding shall yep. keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. He'll, he'll lead you in all Amen. your ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So he, he will, yeah. All right, so our last ology. So we said reform theology. We had soteriology, pneumatology, our last one. 
Um, and this is one I think you love, ecclesiology, yeah. which is the doctrine of the church. Amen. Yeah. So what are some danger zones uh, that you have seen, some danger areas as far as this theology? Uh, well, probably getting away from local church. Yeah. Uh, universal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, park Unif- it there. <laughs> park it there. <laughs> Well, the pillar and ground of the truth is... is the universal lo- church. <laughs> <laughs> is, we're laughing, but that's what most people think. Oh, right. uh, you, know, you know, the true church is a local church. So yeah, people say, well, I believe in the true church. Well, it's a local church. It's a pillar and ground of the truth. And, uh, and uh, God's going to... All his instruction in the epistles is... It's through churches. It's through churches. Right. Yeah, actual assemblies yeah. of believers... And not through just this mystical, invisible thing. Yeah. Uh, how he's going to work is going to be through an assembly of believers. How uh, how people are going to get saved is a local church going out and, and going soul winning. Yeah. Uh, edification of believers is in a local church. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know you got a pastor. Where, you know the church polity has to be in a an assembly. You got a pastor. You have the deacons that's you know laid out in the. In the Bible, the Lord's table, the ordinances, baptism—it's all um, in a local church setting. Yes, uh, and even the love of the brethren, you know, love the brotherhood—that's uh, that's the assembly of believers for the main part. Of course, other believers as well. But how do you express it? How do you do this on a regular basis in a local church? Yeah, yeah. So uh, here's our. Theological danger zones, and we could come up with some other ones. But oh, yeah. Oh, we could <laughs> go. All right. But I think that overall, and just as we, you know, we, we just sat for six hours going through some just one danger zone, and as we came to an end, as I was uh, thinking about it, and you go to scriptures, one thing that just keeps God keeps hammering is that. We need to be thorough in our study mm. and not be afraid of studying Amen. and realizing, um, and I think all of us were sitting there, study takes time and effort. It does. And time and effort. Time. And, and study is not always uh, excitement and fun. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we that's almost a, a danger zone as far as in our ecclesiology. We almost think that, well, I mean, I've got I've to be super exciting. And I'm not saying that it... Uh, we need to be dull and dry. Uh, to me, somebody that has really come into a knowledge of Scripture, it's not dull and dry. No. It's, it's, exci- exciting. it's exciting. Yeah. It's a, it, it's, it fires you up. If it's exciting up. to you, it's going to be coming out and you're yes. preaching, you're teaching. Yep. It's, it's, it'll be shown. Yeah. And, and it's something we have to give ourselves continually, like the apostles, give ourselves continually to the Word of God and the prayer. Yes. Uh, ministry. And, yep. um, you know, it's, it's worth it, and, and we give ourselves wholly to it. Yep. So yeah. our challenge to everybody is watch out for these theological danger zones. Amen. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you.